0: Welcome into the Crossing Swords postgame show. I'm your host, Ty B, joined by Kanzi and Jake Micah. The Buffalo Sabres drop this one 5-3 to, to the New Jersey Devils. We got goals from Curtis Lazar, Rasmus Dahlin, and Rasmus Ristolainen, But two goals each from McLe- McLeod and uh, Miles Wood with that late empty netter put the Devils over the top with a 5-3 win. And both these teams sitting in the standings with 10 points now, just outside of the playoffs. Kanzi, for you, what, what do you grade the Sabres on this performance here?
1: Um, I'd, I'd have to say a D-plus just because I think, you know, they needed to come out of this game with a, with a point, uh, maybe two. And, and you know, the Devils are down to, like, their third, fourth string goaltender, maybe fifth. Um, but it's incredible that they can't even get – a solid performance from their backup goaltender to, to get them one, one point or get the overtime. So the team just looked a little lackadaisical today at times and a little sloppy. Um, I think the, 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 sloppiness in the first two periods caught up to them in the end.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You saw those, some of those easy, easy uh, saves that should have been made. And that's exactly what's going to cost you uh, in the long run of this season. If you're not able to make those plays, you're going to put yourself in a bad situation. We're going to have to overcome leads late, Uh, Jake, the Sabres just weren't able to come back in this one today.
2: Yeah. I just like, they were coming, they were fighting uphill uh, literally since the, from the start of the game. And it just, it was just one of those days for the team. Um, We see it all too often. And I mean, I know that I'm, I've, I've been at the beginning of the year trying to preach patience and, but these are games that, you know, these are, these are winnable games Mm -hmm. that they have that they want to get ahead and get that separation in the standings. Um, It was good to get the win yesterday. Obviously I'm, I'm, And, you know, you got to look at it as like a series with these, with the way that it's all set up. So it's good they took one from this team. This team, the Devils wanted to come in and play for Lindy probably just as much as anything else. I think that they wanted to at least get one for him coming back to Buffalo. Um, But it just looked like you said, Conzie, they just looked lackadaisical and they were just battling uphill the whole time. And every time it was one step forward, two steps back. And it's just one of those days for the group.
0: Absolutely, and speaking about one of those guys, though, who had a great performance again, Risto, his stock is absolutely rising. Risto Line yes. has been having a great season so far. He has some of the best numbers of any defenseman in the league. Um, him and McCabe have been a great pairing thus far. Risto gets a goal today and an assist, I believe, um, on that one deflected shot. Um, so it's great to see him getting more involved and getting on that stat sheet,
1: Yeah, I mean – I'll say a couple of years ago I was like trade Ristolainen and trade Ristolainen and trade Ristolainen but from what I've seen this season and I know everyone's been tweeting and DMing me the video of Ristolainen not shooting the puck against the Rangers the other night that was the first game of the season that he wasn't consistent that he didn't play well you know and and, and again it goes back to <laughs> are you going to take the beautiful picture of the season and look at the one pixel that's off okay cuz you know he's been playing real well so I am going to go ahead and say it I think Ristolainen's been the MVP of this team. He's been the most consistent player. He's been in position. He's been setting guys up. One bad game does not determine a whole season for them. Just like a turnover by Jack Eichel the other night does not make him a terrible player either.
0: Mm-hmm. And the one problem with this team today is, you look at the shot chart, shot out natural stat trick for this one. You see where the Devils were getting their shots all up in close. They were giving up too many uh, shots in close. But a lot of that also comes with Carter Hutton and his rebound control. Today it was not there, and we've seen um, over the past two seasons when his rebound control isn't there, that's when he really struggles, Jake.
2: Yeah, it, and it's it's doesn't help with a defense that needs help like the defense needs help from their goaltender in that regard, because they have issues in front of the net. Like that's always been an issue with this since last year. I I don't know if it's Kruger or just the defense core in general, but they have trouble picking up guys in front of the net. There's so many times where there's good opportunities right in front. And Hutton is not a goalie. You can do that for Hutton's a great first stop goalie, like outside, like in on the rush. I think he, he plays aggressive and plays that out well, but in front of the net and in those dirty areas, like they are not a team made for that. They don't have a guy that like Risto is really the old Risto and McCabe. I think that's why they've been so beneficial for them this year. Cause they're really the only two guys that can pull that off for them on that defense core. But other than that, like Hutton's a guy that needs a lot of help in front of the net. And I think, uh, honestly, the, the defense from the forwards is not uh, that from the centers is lacking. Like Cody Eakin's a good defensive forward, but I want to see more from Eichel and Hall or Eichel install down there. Helping out and getting involved in those kind of plays in front of the net. Because I think they're they're huge guys. And I just think that they're looking for a lot of offensive opportunities, but they need to they need to just be back there and help out in front of the net, especially with Hutton in net. With Allmark, it's not as bad, but with Hutton, definitely a focus for them.
0: Absolutely. And we got a special guest, a normal, a regular on this show. We got Dwayne back in here. Dwayne, you're out watching this game. You predicted a Sabres loss. How do you feel after it?
3: I mean, no different than I felt going in. I said from the beginning, you, you you don't start Carter Hutton today. You just don't. You're going you're getting ready. You know, sooner rather than later, you're going to start playing teams like Boston and Philly, where these these one point games are going to be few and far in between. Like you know, where where you might be able to get into overtime and at least get a point out of it. You know, these are the games you got to get two from, and you got to start creating some separation in this division, and. Playing Carter Hutton made no sense to me today. You have Lena, if Linus Olmark is a competitor, if Linus Olmark is a real goaltender. When I say real goaltender, as goalies, we want to be in the net as often as possible. Like you asked, I, I brought this up in the pregame. You look at goalies like Marty Border You look at goalies like Dominic Kashik, All you know, Ryan Miller. Like they wanted to be in the net as often as they could because they want. They know they knew their role and they know. They know how good they are, and they know they gave their team the best chance to win. So if Linus Olmark is that guy, he should go straight to Ralph and say, this is no offense against Carter Hutton, but I want the net tonight. I want to be in net. That's what a starting goalie is, and that's what they should be doing. And I'm Mm -hmm. sorry if that's an old-school way of thinking, but it's just my opinion. And This whole goalies-can't-do back-to-back crap is garbage. I'm sorry, the the, the athletes then compared to now – the way the, the advancement in nutrition and athletic like training and just everything that goes into it is so much more advanced. It's mind blowing. And to think that a goalie, even doing six and 10 or back to back, that Omar can't do that is garbage to me. It is absolute garbage. And honest to God, you know, of all the mistakes made today um, in today's game that led to this loss, this loss for me is on Ralph Kruger not trusting his goaltender enough to go about out there and win another game. That's crap.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we got more special guests tuning or joining us from the Trainwreck Sports Network. We have Maniac and we have Degenerate Al. One man, the uh, aforementioned Maniac was all over Carter Hutton. Have a great day. Degenerate Al was a Sabres better. Two different reactions on this one. Maniac, where are your thoughts? Where's your hat after the Sabres loss?
4: I mean, if you take away the first minute and last minute, every period, Carter Hutton had a great game. But <laughs> I, I hear you on Omar. And Dwayne, I hear your point on Omar, but it wasn't necessarily a back-to-back. It was the fact it would have been a sixth game in 10 days. I, we went through Broder or hashtag those seasons. Nobody was doing that, Dwayne. Dwayne, you're, you're talking about how people do that. Playing nobody playing. does that. Don't be saying that Omar should do it in an age where athletes get more rest than ever. Athletes get more rest. Than Ever, and you're it's trying
3: to say, nope. and I'm I gonna, get it. And I get it. You
4: want the win against the Devils. I'm not going to lie. My heart is broken. It's, it's a very, very tough game to lose here. But at the end of the day, you took two out of four possible points. And you're going to need Omar down the line against those Bruins, against those Flyers. So, I mean, I don't know. That's where I'm at. It's very disappointing, the loss. But I, I just, I can't put it all on Hunt <laughs> Breakaways and... Golden chances that, that, that goal at the end of the
3: period was absolute garbage. Learn how to control a rebound. You're a professional you're a professional goaltender. Wait, what about that, all that, the that, other, that, chances. Right about other, right other chances? What about all the other chances? Not right out in front. you did that twice today. And that and that last goal for that, that's garbage, man. That is epic. Yeah, you're calling those goals
4: garbage. How many breakaways did the devils have today, Dwayne? Over under five.
3: It doesn't matter. No, what do you mean it doesn't it matter? Matters. Five breakaways, the NHL is unacceptable.
4: They're garbage. It's the unacceptable. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter garbage. if you Patrick Waugh with a
3: brick wall behind him in net. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter Manic, if it's Dominic Man, if you're going to sit here and tell me that the defensively, defensively this team is garbage and you need your best goaltender in net, honestly, as For honest a 56-game schedule, not for a back-to-back the against he the, he the Devils. He shouldn't even be in the league. I agree. I agree. I agree on that. I agree with you to upgrade
4: for the Nobody disagrees with that. He
5: shouldn't even be in the
4: league.
3: He should not even be in the league. Put Johansson in that then. Carter Hutton should not be in the NHL.
5: Who who signed Carter Hutton? That was
2: Botterill. That was with awesome.
3: him. Like we just saw the, the fact team. that did, did up, anybody ever running. get
4: fired for the fact that Carter Hutton couldn't see for two years and like nobody said anything and I don't I feel know like
5: somebody was. should got fired
0: and who did the the Lasik was it Ficta Endel or Elmer because someone's got to fess up they they really messed up this time they botched that surgery this but Al you gotta send it to Al as as a better on the Sabers today you believed in him I think you had him regulation you had him um, money line. You were all over the Sabres. What are your thoughts after this one?
5: I mean, I just put something out, but it's like you're playing a team that's missing half their players. They're starting goaltenders who Thanks. I've never heard of. It just – it's First sad. It doesn't make any sense. And
0: I- Oh, no. Oh, no. Al. I have a feeling oh, that no. was about to
4: be
3: the greatest oh, no, stable take Al. of all time. Oh, no. <laughs> that means Literally. That, that needs to be
0: screenshotted right now. I'm on, I'm <laughs> on, <I'm laughs> on, I'm Someone take a screenshot. Whoever's tuning no. in right now. Shout is, out to everyone tuning is, in. in. Right, nice, game right, Al, sorry. It's Al, yeah.
5: What? Yeah, I keep spinning around. I don't know what's going on. Um, but what, what I was trying to say was, like, I see what Maniac's point is, like, Carter Hutton should be able to start and should be able to beat this team. But at the same mm-hmm. time, too, it is a shortened season. These two points are critical. Allmark won the game pretty much the day before.
3: And got us a point the night before. The
5: yeah. Night before. It, it's it's just super frustrating. It's super sad. And, like, it's very tough to watch this team. And what's next? We're on national television against the Islanders? Yep. Like, it's oh, scary. No.
0: Get Dewey Crocs it, we need Dewey Crox in here right now. <laughs>
5: he,
1: he ain't even up yet.
5: See, this
4: is the thing, though. People think I'm defending Hutton. People are taking this. I got, people are taking my thing saying the team is playing <laughs> terrible as to me saying I love Hutton. Hutton did not play great today. But if the Sabres literally came even close to matching the Devils, they would have at least got a point today. And that's the but bottom that's, line because I say so. But yeah.
3: that, <laughs> that goes to my point. That goes to my point. We already know we don't have that team right now. We don't have that team. So why are we rolling out Carter Hutton and honestly, in my opinion, in a must-win game? This is a game you have to win. You have to win this game. You have to yeah. start creating separation between you and those other teams for when you get into these Boston series where you might be, if you're lucky you might split that series. You have to start creating separation now more than ever. And All right, we got Hutton a question. We got a
0: question here for for Maniac from Western New York Sports. Maniac, if Omar got a shutout yesterday, would you still be defending starting Hutton today?
4: It's really the six games in 10 days thing. I understand not – I mean, if, if he got a shutout, yeah, I'd say start him. But but I but I understand. If, if I could have hit a button, if it could have been Olmark or Hutton for me today, I'm hitting Olmark. I'm not like like – I'm not an idiot. But, like, you have to start Hutton at some point or you have to start your backup goalie at some point, whoever that is for the Sabres. Again, they're in a terrible situation with Hutton. They should have fixed that. But you want to, like, be, like, so upset about something today. You want to be yep. so furious – like, I mean, I don't even want it to – don't even get me into the chances. If you look at any of the stuff from any of the analytical stuff, the Sabres got fucking wiped today analytically all over the ice five-on-five. Five. Where is Taylor Hall? Where is yeah. Taylor Hall? I don't know. This guy is doing less than nothing. I saw a tweet today that said that this guy is Cody Hodgson without the cap hit. If this guy's Cody Hodgson without the cap hit, I'm literally going to just go jump off my deck right now.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think it's that bad. I mean, no. God, he's got he's got a goal That's and eight a assists uh so far on the season coming yeah, into nice. this one. But I do understand what you're talking about. You want him to be able to We're do things whether point. when he's not with Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt, that her line was really purring. Um, but th- they struggle without Reinhardt in the lineup today a little bit. Um the that first line not able to really get anything done here. Kanzi, Jake, haven't heard from you guys in a little bit here. Um, wh- when you're looking at this loss here, how much are you putting on the goaltending, and how much are you putting it on the poor defense? We saw the way that uh, that that um, that heat map played out for them.
2: Go yeah, ahead. i i uh, I will. Fr- I'm forever gonna die on the hill. that This team needs another defenseman in the in the works because, like, they just are. They just don't have they don't have a guy that can go out and shut down. Like as good as Ristaline and McKay bar, like in my perfect world of this team, that should still be the second pairing that you can go trust yep. this play against anybody. Yep. They're there. Like uh, Jake McCabe and wrist and top out as great second pairing guys. They are not the first, they should not be your first pairing. And that's, that's obviously the hope with Darlene. And I talked about it in the other intermissions too. Like Darlene needs a partner, bro. Like he needs somebody that they can Stay just go out. And be like, yeah. And just somebody that they can just be like, Oh, that's the Darlene and, insert defenseman here pairing, and that's the pairing that you want out for the Sabres for 25 minutes a game. They don't have a a 25-minute-a-game guy on the defense, Mm -hmm. and it shows every single game.
1: Well, and and that's the thing. Like, where the hell is Will Borgen in this? Like, all we do is we hear about how this guy is, oh, he's an up-and-comer with Rochester, great guy, big body. Well, then freaking play him. Like take him <laughs> off the taxi squad and play him. Like what the hell
3: are we No, you got him? Matt Irwin, dude. Terrible. The worst boots on the team. Like, Matt okay, what?
1: He had a good game the other night, but like give, give give Will Borgen a chance. Like where are these young guys we've heard about for the last 3 years? Put them up there. Put up or shut up. Find your guy. Like you're not going to find your guy doing the same thing every night. Oh, I'm going to roll out this pairing Montour and Dalene. Well, guess what? Montour and Dalene don't freaking work together. So no. do something. No. You get tired of it.
3: Pairing. You got two fucking defensemen who who, who don't play a defensive style of hockey. You need, just to what Jake's point, you need a right. stay-at-home guy to right. be on the blue line with Rasmus Dahlin because then it frees up Rasmus to take more mm-hmm. chances and really right. showcase that skill that got him, to, got him drafted first overall. He can't really do all that because defensively, you know, Brandon Montour isn't that guy who's going to make up for any mistake he might make. So he can't really take the chances you want to see him take. A lot of no, exactly. In the past, and it's, it's, it's like a it's
0: like they've never played NHL uh, and played be a GM mode. You have to put offensive defenseman with defensive defenseman. You put two-way defenseman with two-way defenseman. It's really not that hard. Offensively, you put your snipers with a playmaker and a two-way forward, and that's how you win games. I don't know what they're doing. It shouldn't be that hard for Ralph Kruger. He wrote a book on leadership in German. This, this should be <laughs> it's, it's basic stuff
3: for him. That's why. It's in German, yeah. It, it, <laughs> they can't read it. They don't know how don't to read it. That. I won't yeah. put it all on Hutton. Like, I, I, I don't put this whole game on Hutton. I put more on coaching because you know, you, you come out of yesterday's game and you say in your post game that Jeff Skinner earned a spot to play with Jack Eichel, but then you reward him by putting him back down on the fourth line when you have a Sam Reinhardt injury and you promote Casey Middlestad to the first line? The guy didn't even come in, in the camp in, in good enough shape to make the roster. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 it makes no sense anymore. Like, if, you, if you're if you coaching to win that game, you, you, you realize, okay, maybe my way of thinking – you know, maybe to me that that feels correct. But right now, I have to create enough offense to win games for the lack of defense and the lack of goaltending in this game. So why is Jeff Skinner still on your fourth line playing ten minutes a
0: night? He's not on the fourth line. That's why.
3: He started the game on the fourth line. I'm almost positive he did.
0: He played he the moved. stall today. He moved up. He I, moved saw up. Him. I saw. Like, yeah, and then of course,
4: Stall chooses to have his worst game of the like season. Yeah, far. Today, yeah. I know he Stull, was a
1: hero. He was a hero yeah. yesterday.
4: Yeah, no, it was it was like, like, the cousins. and cousins were legit. Like they were getting into a group two games ago, where I thought, like, wow, if we get like Hall going, Eichel, Ryan, like, there's almost no way we don't make the playoffs with the momentum going. And then, yeah, they dropped a Dud today from Stall.
0: It was terrible. And the uh, worst
3: I saw, thing I saw a Skinner out there a couple times at Riley Sheens. So I just, I, yeah, uh,
0: that was uh, the very beginning of the game, first shift. Um, Mid- middle stat was
4: on for the extra attacker, by the way. So yeah, they liked yeah. what they were getting
0: from him today. I mean, no, I don't – like, like just to
4: – because I know we like all perspectives. It's ridiculous peripherally that he was in there, but – I mean, you know, our analytical people are saying he had one of the more, uh, better games at five on five today. I, I think funny. I do not to you what,
1: one. dude, Go you me. know what? Honestly, can I just jump in here? Uh, analytics. Like I'm so tired of <laughs> analytics. I, I am. I love analytics. Maniac, this isn't directed at you. I, I hope. You know I, right. I'm not an you analytics know. guy. Just no, no it's, just like, it's like, it's like analytically, analytically, this team just lost to the devils. Like. Shove your analytics out the window. Figure it out. They need more than just analytics. Yeah, but, I mean, you could still, you could still know, figure out
0: who did well and who did bad. I know.
1: You could. But I'm saying, like, there's more than just analytics. Like, we invested millions in our analytic department. Well, it hasn't worked for 10 years. Yeah, Like, I don't know what else. What are we supposed to
4: do? Well, there's no analytical department. I, I All I'm saying right now that tell, yeah. told you going into this year that Carter Hutton should definitely be your guy for like 15 <laughs> to 24 games.
3: Right. I don't care
4: what computer system you use or anything like that and, for and, sure. And,
3: and the sad thing is there were so many goalies available right. in, in the off season. So many goalies and you just didn't, you got Dustin Tokarski, you know, to sit in Rochester, like, you know, uh, and, and again, going back to Jake's point again, like, you know, I was a big Trav- – I know Travis Hamanick wanted to play in Western Canada for family reasons, but I was so all over. I wanted Travis Hammonick for months and months and months after last season ended, and I get it. But you, that that's the type of player you need on your blue line to play with Darlene. You know, a guy who is going to play well in front of his own net, who's going to sit back and make up for the mistakes that Darlene might make and just takes that pressure off your 20-year-old Swedish defenseman who was drafted first overall to make the highlight reel plays to make the other play, the, the incredible plays that most other defensemen can't make, and we haven't seen that yet this year because you have two guys on the same pairing that just don't work well together. They're the same, same exact defenseman, the same exact defenseman.
0: Mm-hmm. And we've seen some rotations on the lines, but we're not seeing a lot of rotations on the pairings. I don't know if if that's something um, that we're going to see a little bit of a shakeup here. I think Maniac, I think you'd be a big proponent of that one. I'm sorry, what? Of switching up these pairings.
4: I mean, yeah, it's it's just, it's like you guys said. Darlene needs to be with a guy, a stay-at-home defenseman. I mean, I think line and McCabe are decent. It's exactly like Jake said; they're a great two. If you can get them in the spot at there too, then that would be an amazing pairing there. And it, I mean, just and I I, I I like any Buffalo fan, I always have a tough time getting away from the game that was just played. One of the worst things about the loss, say, did we get his like best game of the season? Yeah, we did. It Wasn't a defensive oh, yeah. liability. He made plays in the offensive zone, and even when the empty net situation was going, he made about two to three really nice keep-ins and everything. So it was really disappointing to lose that. But, yeah, I mean, you got to – if you're Ralph, you got to change something up. And I'm not talking about putting Skinner back to the fourth line or doing anything like that. Keep your playmakers up top. Your bottom six is going to suck. But like they've seen so far, this is the funniest thing, is that Sabres-Sooner was going nuts all offseason about Eakin. Eakin was going to be a liability. He's won faceoffs. He's getting them puck possession. He's doing what they need to do. Tobias Reeder, and not a flashy name, but every time he's out there, I'm really not worried about him making a mistake for the most part. Like, he's not going to, like, do something that costs me. He's a pretty reliable player. Exactly. So that we've, makes, we've that been that getting from fine. those guys. It's the other guys we need to jimble-jamble.
0: No, exactly, and I think that that's exactly where it is. It's like you're, not, you're shifting up everything, but you're not switching up the defensive pairings. Um, I think that's where you're you're kind of struggling right now. You're giving up those shots, uh, way too many in front of the net today, especially. I know a lot of it is to do with those rebounds, but still, you're not marking up guys, etc. We got we got a great comment in here. <laughs> Sabres analytics department runs Windows XP. Yeah, they probably do. That's exactly why it's absolutely garbage. They can't figure things out. They haven't for a long time. Um, but let's get some closing thoughts here on this game to wrap up this win. We'll go uh, around the horn here. We'll go Kanzi, Jake, Maniac, and Dwayne to wrap things up.
1: I I certainly think it all comes down to you know like Maniac was saying with Taylor Hall and, and you know Jack Eichel too. We talked about in the intermissions. You know they they gotta get they gotta get these guys playing a little more comfortable in their skin. I mean it just looks like sometimes you know Eichel's doing everything he can, but they gotta get going. At some point they've got to get going. They've got to be getting shots. Every time they're out there, they need to be getting shots out there, and and um, you know, it just for me, it's it's, uh, it's it's sad to see that this team still hasn't figured it out on the first line. The, the, the assist, they're, they're creating plays, but I want to see more pucks go in the back of the net. I know that's just how I see it. So apparently, Dwayne may not think that way, but
2: <laughs> um, I. With you, like the same thing, like they get the they get the chances in bursts, but it's not there's no sustained like very little times like it's like five minutes of sustained pressure, and then something happens, and they, there's an adjustment made, and they can't they can't figure out they don't make good adjustments. This team on the fly, they come in with decent game plans sometimes, and then they get something thrown in their face, like a goal twenty seconds into the game, and it all just goes crazy and goes haywire for them. Uh, my focus is just we were just talking about the D pairings. I want to see, can we see Dalin and Ristolainen and maybe Montour and McCabe together? And maybe, I know we don't want to split up maybe one of the best pairings right now, but, like, they, these guys need some help. Like, we need, We they, they want to diversify the scoring and the power through all four lines. Why is it not the same throughout the D pairings? Like, putting Montour and Irwin out there to, together was just, I, I just don't understand a move like that to just help these guys out. Like a guy like Irwin who hasn't even played that much, you're going to put him with one of your weakest defenders. It just doesn't make sense to me. If you guys, if they're good defenders, they should be able to play with each other. Like these guys don't need to be locked in together. So I I think that you want to get Darlene going and get him going with And If Risto's playing this confidently, he should be able to handle playing with somebody like that. I feel like.
4: Wow. That was a fire point from Jake right there. <laughs> no,
0: no, get me. more
4: from him on TrainwreckSports.com and make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. Get all this good stuff. I'm not going to go on forever. At the end of the day, Sabres started 0-2. Right now, they're in a very good position after the first 9 to 10 games, given that. So let's let's forget about this. Let's just throw away the film because I hope if they're letting teams walk into their defensive zone like they were letting the Devils today, it's going to be a very long season regardless of who's in goal. So let's get on the right path. Let's take this off day. Let's get our minds right. Let's go back to getting three out of four points in these
3: two game bunches.
0: Nope, absolutely, Dwayne. Wrap it up for us.
3: Yeah, you know, piggybacking off what Jake said, I couldn't agree more. Um, I do think that first line, when it when it's healthy, I mean, those are problems I think will fix themselves. Personally, I think you just have too much talent on that line to just not eventually start to heat up and start clicking. You see the chances being created. You you see you see how well. You I mean the other team doesn't get the puck out of the zone when they're on the, when they're clicking on the, on the ice together, like. Five on five, they are in the zone. They are burying down constantly. The puck just needs to start going in the back of the net. So I'm hoping you know eventually that problem will fix itself. Um, I think another solution is obviously to get give Jeff Skinner a more prominent role in this lineup. Um, you know, you saw today playing on that second line with Dylan Cousins, but again, I, I and I hate to say this because I don't want to have to say you have to move Hall down. I personally think that if Jeff Skinner is the goal scorer he's always been, there's no reason he can't play on his off wing and play on the right side. Why not give him time on the right side with with uh with Jack and Hall? You know, I, I don't I don't I've I've been an advocate of that since the beginning. You know, this big analytical thing about Sam Reinhart, how good he is and how good of an all-around player he is. But if that's all true, then he should be able to sit on his own line without being attached to the hip to Jack. And be able to be not just as productive, but be able to drive his own line on, on a second, on a second or even third line. That that's where I think you can start to try and fix some of these issues because you need to get Jeff Skinner heated heated up. Because we saw saw what he did two years ago while playing with Jack. The guy went on an absolute tear and scored 40 goals. Secondly, you have to figure out your defensive pairings. Again, I again I can't stress it enough with what Jake said. You have to find a find a rhythm for Daleen that works for him, a, a partner that works for him to to the point where we can start to see shades of what we saw the first couple of years of them because we're not seeing it right now, at all. You're not seeing the same. You see, you're seeing a very timid Rasmus Dahlin, who's not as willing to take the chances offensively that we're used to seeing his first two years in the in the league. And it's true. And I I think part of that is in the in, in Kruger's system, he's expected to probably be a little bit more defensive minded. He's just not that guy. I mean, yeah, a defenseman's job. It, First and foremost is to play defense, but he's that that's that's not the game he played to get picked to first overall. He's an elite puck moving offensive defenseman. That's what he's always been, and he's not that right now in Ralph Kruger's system. So maybe Ralph needs to adjust his system to accommodate the skill set of his players, and that's a fact. And lastly, you gotta hand you know Carter Hutt and his walking papers. <laughs> you got you gotta to- <laughs> like, you have to. And get, get me wrong. I'm sure, and here's a big thing with me, too, as a goalie. Your partner is so important, the support you get from him. You never want to have an overly competitive goalie goalie room because, you know, that doesn't really lead to good things, in my opinion, because you want to know you have support from your backup goaltender. And I'm sure, you know, Linus Olmark has gotten that through a very difficult time of his life from Carter Hutton. You've seen a lot of these Sabres, like embedded videos with them too. They seem like they're thick as thieves. But that can only go so far. You really need to... I, honest to God, I mean, we had Jean-Luc Rampier on two goalies one Mike last year, and he flat out said he fully expects that either Elvis or Corpusala will be gone by the end of next season, and it makes sense. You have two goalies that both want to play a lot, and come playoffs, like they're both going to want to play. You, you want to be the guy. If you're a goaltender, if you're, you're a real competitor in that position— you want to be the guy playing all the important games. And that that seems to be what they have in Columbus. That just seems to be a situation that makes so much sense to me. Go out and pay what it I takes to no. get a guy like Corpusallo.
4: I think everybody says no. That would, that would have been a, good no like, like, Georgia, that been a good trade like town.
3: a year Go and a half home, ago. Corpusallo. No, no, no. no, no. For Georgia, Georgia, for Georgia stock
2: was like no. skyrocketing. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah no no, stock. Say,
0: what, Nobody, buddy, no. <laughs> but Dwayne, that's that's a perfect summa, summation of this game and where we need to be headed as as fans and like what we want for this team going forward. And that's the the perfect wrap up for us. But there's one last thing I got to get because four of you guys are or well, four of us of the five. Are going to be watching this Royal Rumble tonight very passionately. Just go real quick. Just give me who you think is going to win: Jake, Maniac, Dwayne, and myself. And then we'll
2: wrap this one up. I'm going John Cena, bro. I want. I'm trying to will this into existence. Give me John Cena back. Give me John Cena. Roman Reigns. I want. I just want him to be. I want him to show up on Friday night. And I think Shoot that's, that's your money song. match. That's your money it's, it's, actually it's better just, than Goldberg. It's either that or Goldberg. I can't do any more Goldberg. It's just I'm set probably. it in for me I'm that sorry. like
4: a John Cena's music hitting tonight would be like kind of sick. I'm not going to lie. Oh, like, yeah. even, it's, like, it's, like, I don't it's, care. It's Regardless of whether he wins tonight, if it goes to the Royal, <laughs> Royal Rumble, music, it's to be sick. I am going to go final two. Two guys that have been battling out for it, Edge and Daniel Bryan. It's going to come down to them. Daniel Bryan is going to lose. Edge is
3: going to go on to
4: WrestleMania.
3: I'm going to go a final three. I'm I going to go a final two. I think it's going to be Big E, Daniel Bryan, and my heart says Edge, but my head says Cesaro. Um, you know, those are three, those are guys that they're really pushing hard right now. You see Cesaro starting to get this into the singles push. So, but I, I think you know, money says Big E takes this whole thing.
1: Hey know? guys, I, I just want to interrupt here for a second. I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to win it tonight. Um, I had a little conversation with my boy Matt Perino, uh, and we decided that the don't Rock talk is
3: to me about Matt Perino, the greatest know, human being ever.
1: Uh, to me. Yes,
3: Matt Perino is watching and listening. You tell Matt Perino he comes to Dwayne Omania, he's gonna get the fist. <laughs> He's going to get the power back. and most of all, he's going to get the Stone Cold Stunner, bro.
1: Give the Rock Johnson's my pick. <clears throat>
0: wow. I like Keith Lee plus 700. I think you get a little value. I, I love, love Keith Lee as a wrestler, super athletic, a big guy. I think he gives you a ton of things he can do um, going forward if he's a champion or pushing for a championship. I love Keith Lee love, absolutely love Keith Lee since they've debuted him, but that'll wrap it up for the Crossing Swords post game show for myself, Joseph Kanzi, Jake Micah, Maniac, Dwayne, Degenerate Al, who was in here earlier. Make sure you guys stay tuned to at Spurts on Twitter for more at Crossing Cross Swords Pod at Two Goalies One Mike for more Sabres coverage and TrainwreckSports.com. We have more coming out consist, on a consistent basis. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's Go Buffalo.